can take your seat. Find the most comfortable seat you can find. Of course, you're already in your seat. Now, I remember two weeks ago, I started to do some exercise. Alam ko, hindi pa halata. Uh, parang wala pa rin nangyayari. Pero kahit pa paano sa isip ko, meron na. And I found out, dumating yung time, nagpumasok ako sa restroom ko at may timbangan, may weighing uh, item doon. Ano ba tawag doon? Basta yung timbangan. Then sabi ko, ah, nakaka-curious. So I started to weigh myself. Then yung pagka-apa ko, nahimatay ako. Sabi ko, ganito na pala. <laughs> ganito. Hindi ko nasasabihin kung ilan, ha? Pero hindi nakakatuwa. Uh, hindi lang. Two, two weeks ago. So, I started to tell myself, I really need to lose weight. I really need to, to lose kilos and, and pounds. Then I started to jog once again. Started to do some uh, stationary viking in the morning and jog in the evening. Pero isa lang na patunayan ko. Tuwing magja-jogging ka, yung 30 minutes before the time na siniset ko na magja-jogging ako every evening, laging struggle. Laging gumagawa yung isip ko ng paraan para huwag ka munang gawin at ma-justify ko na huwag munang mag-jogging. Tatakbo sa isip ko, hindi mahina yung katawan mo kasi hindi rin ako kumakain ngayon ng evening. Basta pagtapos, pagka 6 o'clock, I won't eat anything na Kaya pagdat, bago mag-6 o'clock, mga 5.45, kumakain na ako ng mga limang kilong. Hindi naman, hindi naman. So, I, I'm trying to, to, to balance, of course, spirituality and your physical uh, being, your aspect. Pero isa lang ang alam ko. Whenever you are doing something that would benefit your body, it's not easy. And your greatest and number one opponent in doing that exercise it's not the ridicules of other people. It's not the way other people would describe you. Ang bigat mo na, ang lusog mo na, ang taba mo na. The greatest opponent you have is you yourself. Pag umaga, kasi alam nyo naman na late sleepers ako. So I really slept late, pero itong mga nakaraan medyo maaga. Uh, hindi na ako maabot ng 3 o'clock, minsan 12.30 tulog na ako. Ma- maaga na sa akin yun, pag ganong oras. So, you always find justification in your mind. Pag sinabi ko, 8 o'clock bukas, mag-stationary bike. Tapos magigising ako ng 7 o'clock, mag-alarm ako ng hour kasi kaya an hour ang alarm ko bago sa sineset kong stationary bike because I really know there is a battle in the mind. Sasabihin ko sa sarili ko, puyat ka. Mamaya ka na lang siguro, lunchtime ka na lang mag-ano. Mag, mag stationary bike, ganito, ganyan. So there's always a battle in the mind. Why? Because that's humanity. We tend to go against what is necessary. We tend to make life exciting when it, when it is comfortable. For example, pag pinag-usapan ng papag na kama sa Kutsun, ang lagi natin na iisip, much better yung comfort. Yung comfortable. Right? And even in every aspect of our lives. For example, even sa phone. Pag ang phone mo 
ay iPhone 6 or iPhone 7, tapos may lumabas na bagong iPhone 12, iPhone 13, then sasabihin mo sa sarili mo, ah, ganito, ah, ganyan. Tapos may bago. And in reality, you don't even know what's the difference except mas bago yung iPhone 12 and 13 in my experience. Kasi uh, nakikita ko eh, pag iPhone 8, hawak mo 9 o 12, 13, halos walang difference eh. Of course, siguro meron yung mga hindi ko na alam. Pero yung pagte-text mo, pagpe-Facebook mo, pagme-messenger mo, pag-calls mo, everything is just the same. So I'm trying to say this because of the struggle to do something that is right and that is necessary. So let me share with you this morning the miracle of a small hole. Sabihin natin lahat, the miracle of a small hole. Yung miraculo ng maliit na bagay sa decision mo, sa pagpili mo, pero nagbibigay ito ng wholeness sa buhay mo. Let me let me read from Mark chapter 12 verses 41 hanggang o 38 hanggang 44. And actually this passage is always taught from verses 41 hanggang 44, the offering of the widow. Pero ang context kasi talaga ng 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 passage na to ay hindi magsisimula sa 41 kundi magsisimula sa verse 38. So let me read from verse 38. Sabi diyan, Jesus also taught the people, beware of the religious scholars. Sa ibang translation, beware of the religious leaders. Beware, beware of the religious fanatics. In other words, They love to parade around in their clergy robes and be greeted with respect on the street. Gustong-gusto nilang pinapakita kung gano'n sila kabanal. Gustong-gusto nilang pinapakita kung gano'n sila kabiblikal. Gustong-gusto nilang pinapakita sa itsura nila kung gano'n sila karespe-respeto. That's what Jesus was saying. And He said in verse 39, He said, they crave to be made the leaders of synagogue councils and they push their way to the head table at banquets. Gusto nila sila yung kilala? Gusto nila sila yung pinapansin? Those are the religious leaders. Sabi sa verse 40, for appearance sake. Sabi nga natin lahat, appearance sake. Sige, sige, can you say louder than that for appearance sake? Para lang ipakita sa iba for appearance sake, they will pray long religious prayers at the homes of widows for an offering. So now we now understand the context of verses 41 to 44, the offering of the widow. Dito binanggit, these religious leaders, they cheat and basically do things to the four widows. Bago ko itulog to, bigyan niyo muna ako ng two minutes. Da, pakitulong nga, pakitanggal to. Hindi kaya ng powers ko. Okay, magchismisan muna kayo.
Salamat uh, Darik, siya po ang nagbigay sa akin ng t-shirt na ito. Gusto ko sana may jacket kasi pag walang jacket, kita yung Yossi. Oh, Nag-Yossi siya dito sa, sa picture ni Fidel Castro. Revolutionary kasi ito. So, sabi dito, for appearance sake, they will pray long religious prayers at the homes of widows for an offering, cheating from them out of their very livelihood. So, kung mapapansin natin, the widows in their time were very destitute, in other words. Pag babae ka, hindi ka pwedeng maki-join sa meeting ng mga lalaki, hindi ka pwedeng maging leader, hindi ka pwedeng maging Pharisee, hindi ka pwedeng maging leader ng grupo, or other words, pag may mga usapan, may mga meetings, kailangan nasa tabi ka lang. Kung pwedeng magsalita yung mga babae, magpapaalam muna sila. Pag hindi sila pinayagan, then they did not have the right to say something. Especially when you become a widow. Meaning, mababa na ang tingin lalo pang mababa sapagkat wala nang bubuhay sa'yo. Kailangan ikaw na yung gumawa ng paraan para buhayin ang sarili mo o kung may mga anak ka pang naiwan, buhayin din yung mga anak mo. And the religious leaders were exploiting the widows because they looked at themselves as simply nothing. Sino dito yung mga widow. Pero ba ditong widow? Wala. Sino yung gusto? Gusto maging widow? Wala. Buti naman. Sabi yan, beware of them all for they will one day be stripped of honor and the judgment they receive will be severe. Then, verse 31. Sabi sa verse 31, uh, 4-1, then he sat down near the offering box. So I want you to understand the context. May offering box sa loob ng synagogue. So kung nasa loob ng synagogue, ito si Jesus Christ, when He was telling the story, it means that there were religious leaders, Pharisees, Sadducees, sa loob ng synagogue. Then ang sabi dito, then Jesus sat down. He sat down in front of the offering box. Then, watching all the people dropping in their coins. Nor we saying that God looks at how much you give pag nagbibigay ka ng offering sa church. Sabi niyo, He was watching everyone who's putting, dropping coins in the offering box. Antin din nun, di ba? So may mga pastor pang nagturo Pag nagbibigay ka, tinitignan ni Lord kung magkano yung binibigay mo. Kulay blue ba? O kulay violet? Or orange? Of course, in their context, wala pa hong papel. So normally, ang binibigay ay coins. Gold coins, silver coins, and in the story that we're reading, it's copper coins. The lowest form of coin in their tradition. So, ang nangyari, nagbibigay sila, then, ang context kasi noon, hindi galing sa bulsa, normally. Meron silang parang tela, then, when they come to the temple, may parang vaso, then, doon nila nilalagay yung mga gold coins, silver coins, o kaya, copper coins, then, doon sa box, ilalaglag nila yon ng dahan-dahan pag marami kang binigay 
tumutulog yung tang 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 tumutulog hanggat maubos yung coins na meron ka sa baso. So, yung mga naunang mayayaman, ang sabi sa story, then they were giving a large sum. Many of the rich would put in very large sums. Then sabi dito sa verse 42, but a destitute widow Destitute. Why destitute? Bakit ang pagkaka-describe sa kanya sa destitute? Remember sa verse 38 and 39? Sila iniloloko ng mga religious leaders. Sasabihin ng mga religious leaders na matay na yung mo, wala ka ng kwenta. Gusto mo ipag-pray kita? Pag pinag-pray kita, bigyan mo lang ako ng ganitong regalo, ng ganitong offering, magkaka-asawa ka ng bago, mayaman. So they were cheating and deceiving the widows. Sabi dito, but a destitute widow walk up and drop. He dropped in two small copper coins. I mean, according to the Bible scholars, two copper coins is one penny, and uh, it's less than a penny, I think. Then, pag tinranslate mo yan sa ating generation, it's around Maybe one or two cents. So, it lang talaga. One or two cents. Ang sabi dyan, it's worth less than, worth less than a penny. Then after which, Jesus called his disciples. So, umupo siya. Tapos habang nakaubo siya, tinitignan niya yung mga binibigay na mayayaman, tinitignan niya binigay ng widow, yung mga mayayaman, ang dami naman talaga, then yung widow, two copper coins, then bila niyang tinawag yung mga disciple niya. Sabi niya sa mga disciples niya, he, he called his disciples, gathered around them, and he said to them, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given a larger offering than any of the wealthy. Antindi, no? This poor widow was given a larger amount of, of offering compared to the wealthy. Have a verse 44. For the rich only gave out out of their surplus. Kasi mga mayayaman, binigay nila sobra lang eh. Yung nag-budget na sila, ito yung sa kuryente, ito yung sa tubig, uh, 2,000 sa kuryente, 300 sa tubig, tapos sa pagkain, uh, 95,000, tapos sa ganito-ganyan, lagi naman yung pagkain ng marami sa budget. Eh. No, yung bigas, uh, limang kaban, isang linggo, ganun yung mga budget. Yung, yung, tapos yung sumobra, ay ito yung bibigay ko sa church. Ito yung sumobre. Ito yung i-offering ko kasi ito yung sobre. Nalabas ko na lahat. So ito na lang yung natira. So ang natira sa akin, 200. So 200 yung para kay Lord. Eh, natira sa akin, 500 na lang eh. So 500 na lang itatay. So wala akong magagawa eh. Yung dalang natira eh. After all my budget, ito na lang natira eh. So wha- what would I do? Bakit? Kasalanan ko ba? Na ito lang. Ang da- usap lang niya sarili niya. Ang dami niyang dahilan. And God said, or Jesus in his context, but she sacrificed out of her poverty and gave to God all that she had to live on, which was everything she had. The first question we need to ask ourselves, is Jesus looking on the amount of the money 
We give whenever we give an offering. The answer is no. It's not about the amount. It's not about 5,000, 500, or 50,000. Ang sinasabi dito ni Jesus Christ, we don't compare what we give to others. We compare what we give to what we know that we should give to God. Or in the context to the church. Ayun ho yung sinasabi dito. So first thing, first thing, number one is the performance treadmill. Sabi nga natin lahat, performance treadmill. Can you say louder than that? Performance treadmill. Sisiguraduhin mo namin next week may aircon tayo kasi yung nakaraan nasira yung aircon natin. Pagdating ng sumunod na linggo, kumunta yung attendees eh. Social na ang mga EFC eh. Pag walang aircon, ayaw na mag-church. Yung iba sa inyo, nag-iisip na anong oras kaya matatapos si Pastor Paul. E ba'y ugali pa naman ako pag gusto niyo nang umuwi, lalo kong tatagalan. <laughs> so, performance treadmill. So how can you even know? We, we've been hearing a lot of things about performance treadmill Christianity. A performance-oriented Christianity is about the old covenant or the law. So how do we pre- practically define or describe performance treadmill simply lang. Ang sabi dito sa verse, sabi diyan, for appearance sake. Sabihin nga natin lahat, for appearance sake. Pag ang goal mo ay maging mas magaling sa iba, mas maging righteous ang dating sa iba, mas malaki kaysa sa iba, mas madating kaysa sa iba. It's, that's the goal, then it becomes performance-oriented. It becomes a performance, treadmill, Christianity. And let me just put it this way. Affirance sake. So, dalawa yan eh. Are you doing something, giving something out of appearance or out of awareness? And always remember, yes, we have what we call spiritual warfare. But let me put it this way. Our warfare is not against Satan anymore. It's already against your own thinking, your own mind. It's already against your own way of understanding the scripture. When the scripture says, this is how it should be, and your flesh would tell you, hindi, mas comfortable ito, mas, mas, pakipakinabang to then there's the warfare. Naniniwala ako palagi na ang kapangyarihan ng demonyo ay wala na at hindi nauubra sa mga tunay na talaga nakakakilala sa kapangyarihan ng Diyos. Amen? But our warfare is always in the mind. It is appearance versus awareness. Question. Pag sinabi natin appearance, it talks about selfishness. Pag sinabi natin awareness, it talks about selflessness. I give not to compare what I give to people. Not even to impress God. I cannot impress God. Because everything I give comes from Him. He is the source of whether I give 10, 20, 30, 40%. Even if I decide to bring back 100%, I don't and I cannot still compare it 
to how much he has given his life to me. So this is the, not the issue about the amount. Na pinanonood ni Lord, pag si Sarah tumayo dito, titignan ni Lord, uy, ito yung binigay, violet, violet. Pag si Miss tumayo, ay blue. Yung pala yung 20, kinulayan ng blue. Hello? It's not about that. It's not about, uh, yung, yung it, no, it's all about your heart. It's all about, are you giving with faith? Because I really believe God doesn't bless our giving. He bless when we put faith in what we do. In what we give. Ang sabi dito, bakit hindi siya natuwa sa mga wealthy? It's not, God is never against the wealthy because He wants us to be wealthy, right? He is not against the prosperous people because His will into our lives to be prosperous. Why was he not happy the way the religious leaders gave their offerings? Simple. Because they never did it by faith. They did it out of appearances. Laki nga nang binigay mo, surplus. Hello? Very widow. She was where? Oh, dalawang copper coin na lang to. Pero kung sakaling yun na lang yung natitira, hindi sa inyo kung, kung meron kang pera, for example, 200 na lang yung pera mo, tapos nakonvict ka, hindi naman kay, alam mo, when, whenever we talk about giving, hindi lang naman pinag-uusapan natin dito yung tights eh. Hindi lang naman yung offering. Sa context lang kasi nasa sinagog sila. So offering box. Pero pag pinag-uusapan natin, actually to this, the attitude of giving. Paano kung bumulong si Lord sa'yo? Yung katabi mo, pangiti-ngiti lang. Pero wala kang kaalam-alam na mo, problema pala yan. Nagbumulong si Lord sa'yo. Magkano na lang natitira mo sa wallet mo? Ah, meron ko pang 500 dyan. Sige nga, bulutin mo na yan, iabot mo sa katabi mo. Ano ang magiging reaction mo? ba? I rebuke you, Jesus, agad. Hello? Whenever we gave, it's not the amount. No, the issue is this. It's not how much, how huge, or how small. It's not about the two copper coins. It's not about the, the, the surplus. It's about the heart giving it by faith. The widow gave the two copper coins. And that was everything for her. But faith. She was aware that everything comes from the source. Para po sa akin, kung tatanungin nyo, God does not deserve surplus. Kaya ko magbigay ng isang libo, kaya ko magbigay ng limang libo, pero kung para sa akin, hindi ko i-compare kay Monique, hindi ko i-compare kay Julius, hindi ko i-compare kay, kay, kay Ate Jelly, kasi parang inaantok ko si Ate Jelly. So, <laughs> hindi ko i-compare kay, kay Mika, o kahit kanino, i-compare ko yun. Magkano ba talaga yung blessing ni Lord sa akin? And, and am I being right, proper, biblical, and supernatural compared to what He has given me, to what I give? The comparison doesn't lie sa katabi mo o kung kanino man. Sa sarili mo mismo. You need to be aware that whenever you give, you give by faith. 
May mga pagkakataon, dahil kahit magbibigay ka ng 10,000, kung hindi naman nasasaktan yung finances mo eh, walang problema, iba 100 lang, yung pala pera na lang niya, 150. Right? Uulitin ko, when we talk about money, we always use amounts. But here it's not about the amount. It's about the faith. God does not bless your giving. He blesses your faith when you give. Secondly, yung passionate trust. Ito ang maganda Do you know, pag passionate ka sa isang bagay, kahit anong gawin mo, hindi mo kayang itago? Are we getting the point? Ang isang tao, babae o lalaki, na mahilig sa basketball, passionate sa basketball, kahit nanahimik mo na sa simula yan, kung hindi pa niya masyadong kabayib si mga kausap niya, pero pag nag-usap na sa basketball, ano na gagawin? Magsasabat na yan, magbabati na yan. Oo nga, si Kevin Durant, tsaka si Kyrie, kinukuha ng Lakers, o ipapalit si Westbrook. Oo, you become knowledgeable and you involve yourself. Why? Because you're very passionate. So bagay na yun. Just, you just can't hide your passion. You just can't. Pinapawisan ako. Tayo tayong lahat, pray na tayo. <laughs> Tinap- tinapos. Tinapos bigla. <laughs> Tatapusin ko na ito. Hindi ako nagbibiro. Tatapusin ko na ito. So, passionate trust. Next, next. Next. Sabi dito, the destitute widow he, she, she gave two small uh, copper coins. Then he said, John, the widows were an offering cheating. He was be, they, they, they were being cheated by the religious leaders. Sipin mo na lang, niloloko ka na, bibigay ka pa rin. Whew. Lord, salamat sa tissue. Marami kami tissue, puro pang aso eh. Hindi ko na alam kung ano yung sinasabi ko. Ano sinasabi? Two small copper coins. <laughs> Nagbabasa. Hindi, <laughs> iba kasi nandito. Iba rin yung nandun eh. Kaya nalilito ako. So, the widows. Siya, siya yung chinichit ha? Sa, sa context. Pero same widow in the story ha? The same widow was giving everything she had. When your trust is so real, you can't hide it. Amen? Yung pagtitiwala mo, totoong-totoo, hindi mo kayang itago. Ano sabi dito? She sacrificed, she sacrificed out of her poverty and gave to God all that she had to live on, which was everything she had. In other words, Sabi sa ibang translation, she gave extravagantly. Sa nga naman nakakitang two copper coins. Ang, ang, ang amount na equivalent sa time natin, parang one or two cents. Pero sabi ni Lord, extravagantly. Mapapawalang joke eh, no? Two cents, extravagantly. Why? Because being extravagant is not in the outside. Being extravagant, it's in the heart. It's in your faith. That's what we call extravagant giving. In other words, attitude, not just the altitude. Altitude, why? It, it brings stubbornness. 
in attitude with all sincerity. Lastly, hallelujah. Last, personal teaching. Bakit may layo ah? Passionate trust, tapos performance treadmill. Pero kasi sabi dito ni Jesus Christ, pagkatapos siya umupo, tinawag niya yung mga disciples niya. Okay, sa mga pastoral staff, sa mga leaders, may tinatawag na teaching moments in every meetings na hindi formal. Normally, pag ganito, formal meeting, pag mentoring, formal meeting. Pero yun, you learn a lot of things sa mga teaching moments. Yung kakain kayo ng sabay, tapos habang kumakain kayo, pinapaliwanag mo, ang atay ay ganito. Ang ganito, pag kumain ka ng maraming kanin, teaching moments. Ang dami mo natututunan. Ayun yung mga magbabat in o sisingit ka lang ng mga five minutes principle pero hindi naman kayo formally nagme-meeting then you start to speak about this, about that. Those are what they call teaching moments and Jesus loves to do teaching moments. Yung makakakita siya ng sitwasyon tapos naglalagay yung mga mayayaman, surplus tapos may babae na balo, naglagay two copper coins ang nangyari. Then, he called his disciples to gather around and then said to them, Ginamit niya yung to teach his disciples. And he said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given a longer or larger offering than any of the wealthy. Malamang hindi sinukat ni Lord yung amount. Ang sinukat ni Lord, yung pananampalataya. Amen? Ang sinukat ni Lord, hindi yung kamay. Kasi yung kamay ang sinukat ni Lord, wawa naman ako. Yung puso. It's not the hands but the heart. So let me put it this way. Diretso tayo. Ano sabi dyan? She gave extravagantly. So in other words, ambition. Pag may sa appearance ang buhay mo, ang gusto mo altitude. Kasi meron kang ambisyon at gusto mong mangyari. Gusto mong makilala, gusto mo ikaw yung pinaka-righteous, gusto mo ikaw ganito, ikaw yung ganyan. Pero si Lord hindi eh. Pag aware ka, aayusin yung attitude mo, then, magmamanifest sa action mo. Pag aware ka that Christianity is all about knowing who the source is, then your attitude will become sincere. Then your action will have a substance. Amen? So, ulitin ko, God doesn't care about the amount. Narinig kasing nami-misinterpret itong message na to. Sasabihin ng mga yayaman, surplus. Okay na yan. At least, mas malaki kaysa sa kanila. Sasabihin naman ng mga medyo hindi may kaya. Ah, okay lang pala sa Bible magbigay ng maliit na amount. Uulitin ko, hindi pinag-uusapan dito yung malaking amount o yung maliit na amount. Baloney ang tawag doon. Ang pinag-uusapan dito sa mga ginagawa mo ba, sa binibigay mo, para sa church, para kay Lord, o sa mga widows, are you doing those things from your heart and with faith? 
yung medyo may sakit ng konti. Yung nagbigay ka, then tinitignan mo yung wallet mo, parang gusto mong bawiin, pero binigay mo pa rin. Ang tanong ganun, may sakripisyo ba yung ginagawa mo o surplus lang? And let me do it, let me say it once again. Performance treadmill, it's all about appearance. But the scripture is all about awareness. Amen. Awareness that produces attitude. That attitude will manifest into our action. Heavenly Father, thank you for speaking to our lives. We pray, Lord, na ang message na napakinggan namin ay mag-create ng fashion lalo sa identity na binigay mo sa amin that we are generous people. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would remind us that it's not just about giving but it's all about believing that you are our source and everything that we give to you should give glory, honor, and praises because we know we are doing and giving things by faith, with faith, and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.